Have you ever wanted to discover what's missing in your life? Metaphysics is available to all and is part of your life even if you don't know it. Welcome to Metaphysics, a view through the veil with Barb Crowley. Together we'll explore the mysteries behind metaphysics and how to use it to have a deeper understanding and advantage in life. And now here's your host, Barb Crowley. Hi, this is Barb Crowley and welcome to Metaphysics, a view through the veil. Today we're talking to Dr. William R. Schroeder, or Dr. Bill as he's known. And Dr. Bill is a board-certified internal medicine specialist and osteopathic internist and a molecular biologist. He's also a graduate of the University of Arizona School of Medicine Associate Program in Integrative Medicine under Dr. Andrew Weil. He's currently practicing in central Colorado, but I also want to add that he is also an author and an energy healer. So um, he's doing quite a bit, but the part we're going to talk to Dr. Bill about is the energy healing. Um, Hey, Dr. Bill, thanks so much and welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much. It's it's a pleasure to be here. The people who are listening... I'm Doc or yep. Dr. Bill. Oh. Yeah, great. And at the end, we'll tell you how to get hold of Dr. Bill and where you can get hold of him, where you can get hold of his uh, his website and more information if you need it. But how did you get from strict allopathic medicine to um, integrative medicine? That alone is quite the leap, and most doctors do not take that leap. That's correct. Most doctors don't even know that energy medicine exists. If they do know, they're very skeptical. And I don't know that I was ever skeptical, but now that I know of the power behind this modality of healing, which is at least 10,000 years old and time-tested and proven to be a very functional and uh, utilitarian, very, very good technique, it has now become my go-to technique for treating patients in my clinic. I integrate it with my standard Western medical practice. And in the late 90s, I was practicing a form of an integrative medicine and became a member of the inaugural class at the University of Arizona School of Medicine's Associate Program in Integrative Medicine with Dr. Andrew Weil. And it was really interesting how this occurred. My introduction to energy medicine was kind of fate, if you will. I was sitting on a veranda on a porch, drinking beer and talking with my other students, the other doctors in the program. And I overheard a conversation where some of the students in the class behind me that was graduating the year after I would, were going to work with an energy medicine practitioner. And so I butted in and signed up. And at that time, I didn't know exactly what was going to happen, but it turned out that this was an experiment that has been published in uh, medical literature. Uh, At the time, uh, uh, there hadn't been a lot of investigation about how to teach people how to use integrative uh, energy medicine techniques and Dr. Gary E. Schwartz, PhD, a professor of medicine and neurology at the university and an investigator in paranormal sciences who has written multiple 
very good books. I highly recommend that you look at these books. Mm-hmm. Designed an experiment. And so I went down to Tucson and found the Energy Systems Laboratory, which was in a small Adobe house, and we signed up. And they tested us to see if we could run and detect a subtle form of energy that most people refer to as chi. And uh, we were tested in pairs to see if we could detect this and run it. And then we went down to a resort called Rex Ranch, about 60 miles south of Tucson, where I met my principal mentor and teacher, a woman who is world-renowned for her energy medicine techniques and who teaches to this day by the name of Rosalind L. Bruyere, B-R-U-Y-E-R-E, Doctor of Divinity. And hopefully at the end of this, we'll give you her website because she's the consummate teacher of energy medicine. In the day and a half that we were with her, she spent about 15 minutes teaching me how to run energy through my body and emit it out my palms along with the other participants. And at the time, I didn't really know what was going on. We paired off to do some training on our own after being instructed in this. And the woman I was working with and I could detect energy that we were emitting from our palms with our own palms close to each other. Well, I decided that I wanted to try something different. So I put my hand on the crown of her head where there's a large chakra called the crown chakra. And I ran energy into her body. The moment that I did this, I had an incredible experience that I remembered vividly to this day. I felt warm all over, felt incredibly calm and peaceful, and felt like my body was floating. At that time, I felt an energy wave from her pass across me, and I entered into a state of consciousness that I now call the beyond delta state, and my third eye opened. And I could see 360 in 3D, at great distances, and this lasted a few seconds until the person I was working with said, I'm spinning in space and I have to sit down. So she sat down and we went back for further training with Rosalind that afternoon. But a remarkable thing happened after that. The first thing that I noticed that I was precognitive from that point onward. I could see into the future events that were occurring. Unbeknownst to me, my third eye had opened, and I could now uh, experience what I call non-local consciousness. So it didn't matter where I was, and time had no meaning. I was able to review events in the future, so I became psychic uh, in a matter of minutes. Did the other people in the class experience the same thing, or was that just you? I was, I don't know. The only person that I ever communicated with that became psychic after this was with a group of physicians that continued to train with Rosalind, another internist. And uh, he experienced the same thing where he started to have intuitive flashes and communications that weren't through his ordinary mind or five senses. So on the way home, I am sitting in the car with my wife, and I get a video in my mind. 
of an event that would happen in the future with members of my class that was very precise and indeed in the future happened. And one of the members was not in the video that we had thought that he would be there and he did not show up. So I saw into the future. Um, mm -hmm. That was in and of itself amazing. And this lasted perhaps as long as a year. I started to get uh, intuitive flashes and precognitive abilities. And, and I still have that ability, although it wasn't as startling as it was then. So I go home and I'm a doctor. And a patient comes in who I hadn't seen in a while. And he had had a knee replacement for severe osteoarthritis of his knee. <clears throat> and he was suicidal from the pain because everything we had tried had not helped him, including being under anesthesia and mobilizing the joint forcefully under anesthesia and all kinds of medications. And his diabetes was getting worse. His hypertension was getting worse. He had developed a neuropathy and he was in trouble. So I didn't know what to do, but Rosalind had taught me a technique that she called the wishy-washy technique. So I put my hands on either side of his knee, sank my feet into the ground as if they were on quicksand or soft mud, and pulled energy into my body, into my belly, up through my heart, and down my arms into both of my palms, alternating the flow back and forth across his knee. And it was obvious that there was a severe restriction to the flow between my hands on his knee. I could feel it. Uh, the energy did not pass through that area. After less than two minutes, that barrier suddenly dissolved. And the patient said, oh, my God, I have no more pain. And I didn't. I opened my eyes and I looked at his expression of surprise. I never seen such an expression on a person's face. And I had him stand up, and he had no more pain, and his mobility was restored. I followed that patient for several years, and the effect never went away. In other words, with energy medicine on that day, becoming for the first time an energy medicine practitioner, I resolved <laughs> something that standard Western medicine can't do within minutes, and I was hooked. And I just great, went. A great first success. Yeah, and he recovered from his diabetes and hypertension. We took him all off all of those medications wow. and his yeah. antidepressant and anti-anxiety medicines. And uh, as far as I know, he's still alive today. So I what decided. What was the block? Do you have any idea? Or I think it was scar tissue or an entrapped nerve. I'll never know. Yeah, I, I, you know, it was his knee was totally immobilized and in and he was in severe pain. And the mm -hmm. fact that that stopped instantaneously upon this technique, essentially, it was a grand surprise to me. I had no idea that this was going to happen. And I started treating with the wishy-washy technique and signed up for further instruction with Rosalind that occurred mm -hmm. the next year. And she, um, at that meeting um, with another group of doctors, it's something that she called a baptism by fire. Somehow she knew that I had been baptized as a Christian by water, and she did this procedure where she put her hand on my third eye between my brows, and 
I went into a state of unparalleled bliss and was able to run enormous amounts of energy through my body at that point. And my ability to get results with the wishy-washy technique became astounding. I was able to treat pain very easily in terms of joint pain and things like that. So I signed up for another intensive and this was in Sierra Madre in California where Rosalind resides. And I've done about 12 intensives, perhaps the second or third intensive I was at Rosalind described a technique that was developed by one of her patients called the gold technique. Rosalind can see the human aura and subtle energy. She sees it in color constantly and has been doing that since she was a child, which is one of her remarkable talents. And so she could tell that the energy when you did this technique was gold in color. And in this technique, you place your hand on the top of the person's head and emit the gold colored energy into the central nervous system. And that became my preferred technique because you could go to any portion of the body extremely rapidly. It was like getting on a superhighway and you could get off at exit 38A, the adrenals, or the left earlobe. You could go there instantaneously. Well, I had this woman that I had treated with this gold technique uh, on a couple of occasions who had severe anxiety and fibromyalgia. And incidentally, she was also suicidal. Her life had been destroyed by this disease. And she was almost homeless. She couldn't work. She was totally disabled. And mm -hmm. I would treat her, and then she would have several hours of relief and she kept coming back for treatments. And one day I got so upset because she literally said she was going to kill herself if this did not stop. And so I ran as much energy as humanly possible by me into the top of her head. And again, the same thing that happened at Rex Rance, the first time that I had done this technique occurred again, all of a sudden, my total body was warm. I was having this total body buzzy, warm, tingly sensation. I was remarkably calm, and I felt like I was floating. At the moment that occurred, a wave of energy passed across my body, and the patient said, oh, my God, I have no more anxiety and pain. My total body is warm, and I'm floating off the table. And this happened instantaneously. And this treatment lasted. Uh, she did not have any further pain or anxiety when she used this technique in the future. Well, I was astonished. I didn't exactly know what I had encountered. But as I will explain, it turns out that the opening of the third eye can be accomplished by increasing the chi flow into the body and the field expands. The field Into your is, own body or into somebody else's? anybody's body. In fact, everybody that's listening right now is doing this, but it's happening so rapidly that they're not aware of it. What I did was I pumped enough energy into her body that her field suddenly expanded and she went into an altered state of consciousness where there was no pain or anxiety and felt these sensations. So I didn't know what to think about this. And several months later, I was able to talk to Rosalind about it. So I go back to her and I describe this thing. And she says, oh, don't worry about that. That's just the biggest aura winds effect. So it turns out that we read 
each other's energy fields on a consistent and continuous basis and participate in each other's consciousness without our knowledge. What had happened that day was I became aware of that fact and was able to start using it therapeutically in my clinic. And I've now done that similar, a similar treatment to that, the exact same treatment over a thousand times. And you always get a result. You get resolution of pain and anxiety. And if the person can stay in the expanded energy field state, you get remarkable organ healing that is unprecedented in clinical medicine. There's no other way to do this, to my knowledge. We have diseases and conditions resolve very quickly that cannot be treated and addressed by standard Western medicine. So I started treating on a regular basis. And what is the truth right now, including you, Barb, and me, is that our energy field is in a collapsed state that I associate when with you, the Let me back up just a sec. When you talk about your energy field, do you is it also the aura? Our yes, aura? The aura, if you could okay. see it, it would be the aura. Um, mm -hmm. What happened to me was that I had trouble seeing the aura, so I started feeling it. So I could tell the size and density of any patient that I encountered how big their aura was. And universally, when you first encounter a patient and they haven't entered an altered state of consciousness, it is collapsed. And the reason it's collapsed is because it is advantageous to survival. If you're in the fight or flight response, you want a nice, dense energy field for close-up fighting because you think that a predator is near. You also want a small field because predators can see energy fields. If Rosalind can, you know a tiger can. So you don't spend a lot of time in the expanded energy field because a tiger might see you. And if you think there's a tiger around, you collapse into this protective, collapsed, fight or flight state. And when you say collapse, you mean that the aura comes in close to the body. It just doesn't kind of fall down and pull around your feet. No, it's <laughs> I can I can it detect, just comes yeah. in close. Yeah, it's just really close to the physical body that you can identify, and you see mm -hmm. people as very dense. Um, okay. So what happens is that you need a detector. If you got a protector, just like eyes and ears, if you have your eyes closed, it's dangerous. If you have your third eye closed, it's dangerous because you cannot detect the energy field of a potential predator. So very quickly... You expand your field and look for any predator field. And then you return to the detect to the protector where your field is uh, dense and close to your body so that the so that you can run away or fight and that the predator can't detect you. This happens so quickly that most of us are unaware of it, but we are all doing it. Every patient that I have encountered is what I call flickering. They're going back and forth between a collapsed fight or flight protector state and the third eye expanded detector state, which I call beyond delta. Mm -hmm. and, and so they look for predators. If there's no predator, then they stay in the expanded state. If they think there's a predator, they collapse back to this narrow fight or flight protector state. The problem is, is that the 
ordinary mind and five senses can't tell the difference between an actual tiger field, a physical field of a tiger, and a negative thought or feeling or pain or anything else that might serve as a threat. The third eye expanded detector state can tell the difference between a tiger and a negative thought. So when you expand the field, it stays expanded if you don't have a negative thought or feeling. They're, they're both of danger. It's like equal danger, ti tiger or negative thought. Yes, the ordinary Yeah, to, uh, to us or to our soul is an equal danger. Yeah, I mean, we mistake negative thoughts and feelings for a potential actual tiger. And mm -hmm. we protect ourselves. It's how we've survived on the physical plane. So if you expand in the third eye state, like I had experienced at Rex Ranch and when Rosalind did her baptism by fire and the thousands of times I have done it with patients, you can tell that there's no physical tiger. And you go, there's no physical tiger. What I'm having is this collapsing my field is a negative thought or feeling, pain, anxiety, whatever you want to call it. So this is a survival mechanism but it deprives us of a more important survival mechanism that people call the third eye or sixth sense. When, you, when your field is expanded, your sixth sense is open and several different things happen. Like that woman that I expanded her field on that day, the chi comes in because the energy field also acts like a bellows. It's made of subtle energy and when it expands, the chi is sucked in, just like you would suck it into a bellows. This causes that total body warming sensation, which you can easily demonstrate to somebody. The second thing that happens is your, your perceiver, your soul goes, there's no tiger here. Unless there's a tiger around, of course, and then you, you fall back into it. Yeah, unless there's a real yeah. one. <laughs> unless there's a real one. So you go, no tiger. And you can tell the difference between a negative thought and feeling and a real tiger finally. And your body goes, cool, I'll stay in the expanded detector state, which is preferred because if a tiger does approach, you'll be able to detect it. The third thing that happens is that people feel this bodily floating sensation. It turns out that when we're in the fight or flight collapsed energy field state, we are looking with the ordinary mind and five senses at the soul. And that soul is in the expanded state. When you're in the expanded state, you're looking at from the soul's perspective back at the physical form. And so you only sample the physical form briefly. This results in that floating sensation. So what has transpired is that every time I work with a patient, I just along with listening to their heart and lungs and, you know, talking to them, I am assessing their energy field and whether they are flickering. Most people go back and forth between the fight or flight response and the expanded energy field so rapidly that it's like a stroboscope turned on full blast and it looks like it's a constant light. But when they slow down and expand into the uh, superconscious mind, into the soul, you can tell that it's a strobe. You're going back and forth, constantly assessing information in your environment with both your five senses and your superconscious mind's sixth sense. So what happens to people is that when they're in the fight or flight response, 
They're deprived of the nutrient quality of chi, which supplies energy to the organs. Ask any traditional Chinese medicine practitioner, and they will tell you that chi deficiency states are very common, and they lead to organ dysfunction. This is why they use needles, heat, and pressure to open the meridians to the organs so that the chi can flow in. The best way to do this is to expand the energy field because it too is a bellows. The second thing that happens is you go, there's no tiger here. And if you have a negative thought or feeling and you know how to operate the system, you go, that's a thought tiger. No concern. I don't need to go into fight or flight. If you go deep enough, your soul will recognize that your body is not necessary for your ultimate and continued survival. You will recognize that you have immortality and you cannot be harmed at that level. So it, so expanding your energy field and maintaining that expanded energy field does four different things. Number one, you get the information from the non-vocal consciousness and you become psychic. Uh, you start to see things that are happening in the future. Non-local events are very common to people who are psychic. You um, can talk with people who are also in that expanded state, whether they are alive or dead directly. It's called telepathy. It occurs between dead people and living people and living people and living people. This has been proven scientifically, and it does not operate with any standard energy like electromagnetism or any other form of energy that can be identified, it operates on a level of consciousness. So you become psychic, your energy field expands, and the chi flows in, neutrifying your organs and helping in their recovery and the prevention of disease. You become calm. So what happens is the energy that you were using in fight or flight to defend yourself is reappropriated to recovery and rejuvenation. This is why my patients get better in, in terms of multiple diseases. When they expand their field, the chi comes in and they're no longer misappropriating energy to an inappropriate flight response because they think there's a tiger. There is no tiger for these people anymore. The third thing that happens is that you get, the fourth thing I should say, that happens is that you get to exercise intent in an entirely new way. Turns out that the most remarkable healings that I have ever performed myself occur to people who are in this beyond Delta state, because at that point, you are at what I call the point of emergence and change where creation happens. Intent delivered there allows you to change what's actually happening on the physical level. The metaphysical affects the physical. Scientific research has proven this beyond any doubt, and it occurs on multiple levels. So you get the survival advantage of becoming psychic. You get the nutrient qualities of increased chi flow. You reappropriate energy to rejuvenation instead of using it for inappropriate fight or flight, thought tiger. And you become aware that you were that you have a soul and that you are immortal. Most of the problems that I experience with my patients have to do with these things. This is clearly a survival mechanism. We, as a race, a species, expanded into consciousness and became conscious at some point 
of being conscious. We now have at our fingertips the most remarkable set of information ever described. When your field expands, you are pulling in energy. The physical world is energy. Modern quantum physics has stated this. Energy is information. So you start picking up radio signals if you want to look at it this way, even though it's not radio signals, it's consciousness signals from multiple sources. And you become aware of your environment outside of your five senses, the sixth sense. The expanded energy field is the sixth sense. I am convinced of that. It is easy to do. In fact, I am not suggesting that anyone do anything that they're not already doing. You're already expanding into that third eye information gathering state. Right now, everybody that's listening is doing that. They're spending most of their time in the ordinary mind, five senses, collapsed energy field, energy field close to the body for defense and runaway purposes. Well, if there's nothing to run away from, this is a total waste of energy. If there's no tiger, why be in fight or flight? There's no purpose to that. And you can't heal in that state in the way that I'm suggesting. So as you're sitting here today and listening to me, realize that you are flickering back and forth between these states intermittently for brief periods of time, sampling your third eye. If you can stay in that expanded state, the information becomes available. And when you return to your ordinary mind, you go, wow, I just had an intuitive flash. Bob is going to call me. Well, somebody who stays a lot longer in that state becomes more profoundly psychic and just doesn't get an intuitive flash. They may say that Bob is going to call me at 335 and he's going to tell me what happened to his dog today. You see into the future because consciousness is non-local. It is not dependent upon time or space. This provides a remarkable survival advantage for human beings. Not only do they heal on a physical level, they heal on emotional and spiritual levels as well. The benefits are profound. I have never seen anything even approaching this, and it is operative in my life and with the patients that I've treated over the last 20 or so years. Um, and I would I like to take would, a break. I want to take okay. a break right now because we're going to do a meditation. Um, Dr. Bill's going to do the meditation for us. So everybody listening, I want you to get comfortable in the place. If you're driving or out walking while you're listening to this, you might want to wait until you're home or certainly not driving, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we want to we want to do a meditation as when we come back and we'll be back in just a moment. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. One thing's for certain, life is uncertain. Do you navigate the unknowns? Visit aviewthroughtheveil.com to sign up for psychic readings and classes with Barb Crowley. You can schedule one-to-one sessions with Barb for personal and relationship counseling, pet communication, mediumship, career and business direction, or sign up for one of her classes. 
Everyone has answers through the metaphysical plane, but they need help to access them. Get the help you need today. Visit aviewthroughtheveil.com. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But don't forget to make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. Enjoying our shows and can't get enough of us? Follow us on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio and see what we're cooking up for you. You are listening to Metaphysics, a view through the veil with Barb Crowley. To reach the live show, please call into 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to aviewthroughtheveil at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Hi, we're back with Dr. Bill Schroeder. Dr. Bill is a medical doctor and an energy healer, and we have just talked about his phenomenal success in both learning how to do energy healing and doing it. And we're lucky enough that he's going to uh, bring us all into the meditation of, of how to heal and, um, and demonstrate what he has just been talking about. So I'm going to turn it over to Dr. Bill right now. Again, anybody driving or, you know, out walking or whatever, you want to get into a nice, comfortable, safe space so you can relax and enjoy. So go ahead, Dr. Bill. Okay, so all you guys listening, I want to emphasize to you that energy medicine is extremely effective, but it is no substitute for standard medical care. If you want to maintain your health and treat disease, continue to work with your doctor. You can use these techniques alongside that, and he may be surprised at how well you heal. And uh, at that point, you might want to let him know that you're using meditative energy medicine techniques, maybe this will help to convince a very skeptical medical profession of the effectiveness of this. So what I'm going to be doing here in the next few minutes is taking you into a state of altered consciousness. What you are experiencing right now is the consciousness of your position as a perceiver in the ordinary mind. When I work with you, I will expand my energy field, and your energy field will look through my field and enter what I call the superconscious mind, where your field has expanded into the third eye state. If I am very successful, you will also enter what I call the universal mind, which is beyond delta. This is where you connect with your soul instead of just with your body. Right now, you are flickering. As I look out and as I examine Barb, I can tell that her field is close to her body, but it is flickering at a rate going back and forth between these states that is so rapid that I cannot tell. When I expand my field, Barb and you, hopefully, will look through my field Recognize that there's no tiger field, no physical tiger field within striking distance, and you should stay expanded. Three things will happen. 
you should feel a sense of total body warmth. It may occur in different parts of your body. It may be a buzzy, tingly sensation, but it will hopefully be something that you can appreciably identify as a change. I'll try to do it suddenly and powerfully so you can notice this. You may also experience a sense of profound calmness. This is your field recognizing that there's no tiger. If you start to float, this is your field going to the position of perception of the soul looking back at your body and recognizing that it doesn't need to stay in the body to survive. Okay, so I want you to be in a quiet place. Most people find it useful to close their eyes. And as you listen to my voice, I am building the energy in my field. My field is connected to your field through what I like to call the field of consciousness, which has no locality and is not dependent upon the rules of linear time or space at all. I have done this with individuals at over 2,000 miles. I've also done this in groups. And typically what I feel is their fields expanding as mine expands, just like that woman that I described. Sit quietly for a moment with me. As I build my energy, whatever level I can achieve this afternoon, I'm preparing to expand my field. When I expand my field, you will look through my field and recognize that there's no tiger. Okay, here we go. Let's see if Barb feels this. Okay, Barb, did you just go into an altered state? Yeah, actually I did. Okay. Barb is still flickering. I, you I'm know, I was just going to say, as I said that, I could feel myself pull back. Right. So I was there, and then I pulled back. You you were <laughs> using your ordinary mind to talk to me, and yeah. you're so habituated <laughs> to the use of ordinary mind that you went, oh, let's do what we did before. Let's stay mm-hmm. in the fight-or-flight state in case there's a damn tiger around. There's no tiger. <laughs> so we're going to go again here. And I should be able to tell when Barb and other fields expand into mine as a wave of energy, just like I feel every day when I work with my patients. There goes Barb. You may be feeling a sense of warmth, fuzzy tingly sensation. Recognize this state, this sensation. Record and remember it. Get used to the sensation. It may come and go initially, but then it will sustain as you start to recognize and appreciate it. If you are feeling very calm and free of anxiety, record and remember that state. Many of you are not in Beyond Delta, including Barb. In just a second, I'm going to go as deep as I can into beyond delta. You may feel your body start to float. 
There you go. Barb just went in. Are you floating, Barb? I am, but you're making me come back. Sorry. (laughs) It feels so so nice to float. (laughs) So these three sensations, I want you to record and remember. That total body warming sensation, the sense of calmness and peace. And if you're floating, record and remember them. Because in just a minute, I'm going to ask you to do the most important thing in terms of your physical, emotional, and spiritual healing, which is to re-enter and remain in this state. So there's really a set of things that you can remember. Starts with an R. Remember and record. Then you reproduce the sensations and your field will recognize it and expand and remain in that state. The longer you remain, the more chi flow will enter your field, the more stress you will relieve, and the more your body will connect with the non-local mind, what I call the universal mind. So we're going to sustain some of you are flickering. I can feel you going back and forth. Pay attention to the sensations. Pay attention to the mentations, the emotions, the calmness. And pay attention to what your spiritual being, your soul, is doing at this point, which is represented by that floaty sensation. Let's just take a minute to remain silent and become habituated to this new state of consciousness. Nice. Very good. You may have noticed that as people entered this state, it was easier for you to maintain the state as well. That's because we're all looking through each other's fields right now. We are not separate. We are in the same non-local consciousness space right now. When you're with a bunch of people who are doing this, it is fabulous. And that's what's happening right now. Remember and record. All three of the sensations. So that you can reproduce them. And re-enter the state. And remain. If you have a thought. Is negative. You are experiencing pain that's coming and going. You are flickering. If your pain and anxiety has gone, I want you to check the areas of pain and your sense of anxiety. You are in, if that's gone, you are in the superconscious state, at least if not in beyond delta in this. Uh, universal mind state. Check yourself and see if your pain and anxiety has resolved. This is another way to enter this state. Your body likes it and you can get yourself into the state of pain and anxiety free. You will expand your field. No thought tigers. Now, before we leave, I want to do another exercise with you. Right now, chi is entering your body. 
one of the principal pathways is through your feet. It is being pulled into your body continuously beyond your perception. I want you to think of your feet as if they were on quicksand or soft mud. And you know when you stand there, your feet will sink into the floor. Now, your physical feet won't go through the floor. But if you extend your energy field, which you can do by simply visualizing it down into the ground, more of the energy from the earth will enter your body. Many of you are starting to experience an increased warming, buzzy, tingly sensation that's coming up your legs. It may stop at your knees because there's a lot of nerve endings there. Don't focus on your knees. Focus on your abdomen. Below your belly button, there's another pump called the Dantian. The lower Dantian. Just storage and pumping area for chi. Let the energy ascend up your legs into your belly. Stay in the superconscious, no tiger state. And it will be easier because your field will be expanded and there'll be plenty of room for chi. Pull it up like you were sucking water through a straw. Make space in front of that sensation and allow it to enter your belly. There you go. A lot of people are now participating. I want you to think of something. Perhaps a pet or a loved one who provides you with unconditional love. And I want you to think of that person, that pet, that thing, as if it were right there with you right now. I want you to think only of that. This will open your heart chakra, which is an energy processing center near the heart. Naturally, the energy that enters your heart chakra from your lower dantian and feet which you are hopefully still extending into the earth and sucking that energy up will go down your arms and into your palms and exit out a chakra in the center of your palms. Put your hands about four inches apart and intentionally bring that energy from the ground through the Dantian, through your heart and down your arms and out your palms, directing the energy towards each palm. Now I'm right-handed, so I prefer to go right, left, right, left, and you're going back and forth. This is what is known as the wishy-washy technique. It's very easy. It's kind of a silly name, but you should start to feel a sense of fullness between your hands. You can even turn your hands above and below each other over like you were holding a softball. And you may feel a weight in addition to the warm, tingly sensation between your palms. That is because chi is sticky. It holds together. This will also allow you to understand and appreciate what chi flow feels like to you and your body. It varies somewhat between individuals but mostly is a buzzy, fuzzy, tingly, warm, welcoming sensation. Extremely powerful. This chi is either conscious itself or responsive 
to our conscious intent. If you have a part of your body that needs chi because there's a disease or problem there, you can direct it with your intent to that area. Keep pulling the chi into your body. Stay in the superconscious state. I always have a little bit of back problems, so I'm going to take that chi and direct it into my low back. You'll know when the flow goes because you'll feel the chi there as a physical sensation in your body at that location. I hadn't just directed there. No biggie. You're doing this already. Water. Think of water. Water goes where it is not. If you make space in the area where you're having problems, the chi will naturally flow there and you should feel a warming sensation. I instruct my patients to do this when they have a physical problem at some point in their body. And typically what they experience is relief, the pain, and the restoration of mobility, which is quite dramatic and often instantaneous. Stay, remain. Pull that chi into your body. That will naturally expand your energy field and help you stay in the superconscious expanded third eye state. Let it flow in. Your feet go deep into the ground. Make space in front of that flow. Bring it into your body. You can place it wherever you please. In just a second, I'm going to see if you can return to this state. For some people, this will be unpleasant. When I collapse my energy field into the fight or flight state, you may think that there is a threat within striking distance of your energy field, and your field will collapse and start flickering again. You may notice an absence of the sensations that we have been experiencing. So you may go, this is a bummer, and this is what you ordinarily feel like, but you won't, don't have to feel like this unless there's a physical tiger that you need to fight or run away from. If there is no physical tiger and you are collapsed into this state, you are experiencing a thought tiger, an illusion that is not a threat. Okay, here I go. I'm going to collapse my energy field into the fight or flight state. It feels like this. There we go. Now, a lot of you may be experiencing the unpleasant sensation of being in the non-third eye superconscious state. I want you to go back where you were just a few seconds ago. Okay. Go ahead. Here we go. What you remembered and recorded, you will reintroduce and re-enter this state and remain long enough for you to know that there's no damn tiger. Go ahead. We'll help you. There you go. Now we got a bunch of people doing it. And you should have noticed the transition. 
very rapidly as I notice your fields expanding across mine. It's an extremely pleasant event. You are now where you belong, where you came from, before you were born, before you as a child exited this state into the adult physical world. Revel in it. It is yours. It is your inheritance. I wish I could talk to some of you. And that is how you do it. It is that simple. It is easy. I have to pop in here because we're going to run out of time. I absolutely love that feeling. Yes. And I don't want to come back. (laughs) You don't don't have to is the point. You can do everything that you're doing in the ordinary state of mind, in the superconscious mind. You will not, you will notice that you can stay in that state and operate anything. Initially, you may find, well, I'm kind of in a trance or I can't walk properly or something like that. It will take a while for you to habituate, just like it took a while for you as a baby to habituate to the adult state. When you die, you enter this state suddenly and become spirit, become soul. That's why people beyond the veil have no anxiety and no pain. Their bodies are whole. Because you cannot damage something that is everywhere. The universal mind cannot be assailed. You are part of that mind. It is your inheritance. On that note, we don't want to bring anybody out of that field. And and I know that you've got a lot of people floating around, but I want people to know where they can get hold of you. And Roslyn, if you want to give that information as well. Yes. And at this point, although I have a website, it is not operational enough to be able to collect people's information. If you want to talk to me, or if you need some other form of help maintaining this state, I have an email address that hopefully you can remember. I'm Dr. Bill. Okay. So the email is drbill. S C H R O E D E R 1956 at Gmail. Dr. Bill Schroeder 1956 at Gmail. And you feel free to email me there. I would love to see what you experienced and love to hear your comments. It would be wonderful. Now, Rosalind, should you be someone who is interested in expanding your skills as an energy practitioner? or just a layperson, she is capable of teaching anybody these techniques and is the consummate energy medicine teacher and practitioner. There is no one like her that I have ever met. Her website is a little more complicated to spell. Rosalind, R-O-S-A-L-Y-N. Her middle initial L, Rosalind L, her last name, Bruyere, B-R-U, Y-E-R-E dot org. You Google that, it will take her directly to your take you directly to her site. And that will, you know, you can see who my teacher is. I am eternally grateful to this woman. She is something else. 
you thought that was amazing. Dr. Bill, thanks so much for being on and for bringing us through this. And by the way, you can also get his information through my website, aviewthroughtheveil.com. Dr. Bill, thank you. That was wonderful. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And I hope everybody will stay in no tiger land as long as you can. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> no tigers. <laughs> thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for Metaphysics, A View Through the Veil. Please tune in for another edition with your host, Barb Crowley, next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Enjoy your upcoming weekend.